Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, hey, Gator Nation. Welcome back. Or welcome to, I should say, the inaugural edition of Around the Bases, a Respect Our Decision podcast where me and CJ sit down. We talk about the baseball team. As I said, guys, this is our very first episode. If you know our product before, my name is Hirsch. And with me, CJ the Man McCann. What's up, guys? Make sure you go out there, guys. You can download this podcast wherever you get your podcast from. And if you're checking us out on YouTube, if you're a return subscriber, go ahead and like the video. Leave us a comment down below. Give us a what you believe the record is going to be for the Gators this season in, in baseball. And if you're a first-time uh, viewer, maybe you just stumbled across this. Maybe you're a big baseball fan, and you know there's not a whole lot of Gators content out there for baseball. Go ahead and subscribe to the channel, guys. And you can go ahead and leave your comment down below about what you think the Gators record is going to be on the diamond this year. I believe pretty much everyone is very excited about the Gators baseball season this year. I'm, I'm sure there's one or two naysayers out there that don't feel like we have the, uh, you know, the depth somewhere, you know, that it'll be a problem, blah, blah, blah. But CJ's here to dispel all your worries today, guys. Um, baseball season is about to, to start it up. We've already had our opening rotation for this weekend announced today. And that's where we're going to start, CJ. Let, let's talk a little about the uh, Gators starting rotation as it stands right now. Yeah, a couple of familiar faces, one new face. Last year, you know, you were bolstered by a senior core of uh, Brandon Sprout and Hurston Waldrop, both playing in the NL East now for the Braves and the Mets, respectively. Um, now you're, you're looking, looking at Cade Fisher, who came on at the end of the season last year and was a very big part of the Florida Gators run in the playoffs. Um just an, a phenomenal player, uh, kids, young pitcher, did a great job uh, in the time that he did get to play. Um, and then Jack Caglione, again, is going to be your Sunday guy again. And I know everybody's worried about Jack. Um, this offseason was very critical for Jack uh, coming from the Tommy John surgery. This is the year where you get your control of your pitch back. And by all accounts, everything that's happened 
in camps and in travel ball, all that. Jack looks much better. His control is much better. He's gotten faster. I didn't know that was possible. The fastball was hitting 101, 102 uh, on some of the guns. So absolute, just just a heater uh, of, of a pitch. So, you know, to, I think we feel a lot better about Jack Hagley on this here. Originally was a pitcher. Uh, Jack was a pitcher out of high school. That's what he was recruited here to do. He became this mythical folk hero of a baseball player for us uh, when he was originally just supposed to be a really elite pitcher. Um, but then you look at Liam Peterson, who's going to be the Saturday guy. And Liam has been extremely impressive uh, to be a redshirt freshman. Absolutely just ripping the baseball. Kids got the stuff. Uh, this is going to be a big opportunity for him. You know, Florida has done really good at recruiting pitchers. Um, you know, we always get guys in that are very, very good out of high school. You know, and pitching is a hard thing to, to get. You know, pitching in high school is one thing when you get to – the next level up, it starts to get a little more difficult. Um, you know, you really start to have to develop your your breaking ball. Um, those kind of pitches a little more finesse than just straight heat, uh, which can kind of get you through in high school when guys aren't used to seeing you know fastballs go ninety five miles an hour by everybody. Uh, so it, it's a it's an important step, but looks like we have a pretty solid uh, rotation of guys. Uh, you've got a mixture of different people in the bullpen this year. Um, Purnell is back. Uh, Fisher Jameson is back. Uh, there's a few other guys that have that have come in that are that are young. Uh, some older guys that have been here for a while. Uh, Pierce Capala is one guy that I look forward to seeing when he finally gets here. Uh, in a conversation I had with Nick De La Torre about a week or two ago, and I think Nick's reported on this, uh, he expects expects Pierce to be back for SEC play, which would be really good. If you don't know who Pierce Capala is, Pierce Capala is is six foot. Six foot eight, six foot seven, left-handed pitcher. Uh, at one point prior to his injury uh, that he had last year in his elbow, was a guy that was projected to be a first-round pitcher this year, uh, right up there with Jack Caglione. Um, You know, unfortunately with the injury, that's probably not going to work that way. Uh, but he definitely can develop his his pitching and just an absolute stud of a guy. Uh, and then, of course, your closer is still going to be Brandon Neely. And Brandon Neely, if things do go sour one way or the other with the starting rotation, Brandon Neely is fully capable of being a starting pitcher rotation guy. Um, but had did he, he did a great job for the University of Florida last year as our closer. Um, was pretty well lights out, just an absolute stud of a pitcher. So uh, look forward to seeing him in action again this year. I think that we've got a lot to look forward to with this rotation of pitchers. Um, and the bullpen, you know, those guys kind of developing. So I think I think it's exciting. I think we've got a really good core of guys. Uh, you know, maybe just bear with them early on in the season. Uh, maybe there's some growing pains there. Give them a minute. Uh, don't panic. Uh, you know, especially when you're talking early games. Uh, you know, or or the bullpen guys that get the starts in the middle of the week. Let it let it work itself out. Let's see how we do. You're going to be tuning up early. So just you know, don't don't panic, <laughs> don't don't freak out. Uh, if if some things look a little rocky, we hit some turbulence early on. CJ, uh, these guys definitely have the talent to get it done. Um, you know, obviously, I know you've explained this on our main show before, but for the for the non-hardcore college baseball fans, take is take a second and explain how the p- pitch and rotations work in college baseball versus what you see in the major leagues. 
Right. In the major leagues, you have a solid three to four pitchers that are your your starting pitchers, your rotation. In college baseball, you have three guys that are your starting pitchers, and those guys are usually reserved for the weekend series. That's usually your conference series or your series against a team like Miami. Uh, you know, the main your main opponent for the week, those are your pitchers. When it comes to the Tuesday night game or the Wednesday night game, when you play in the middle of the week against a team like FAMU or Bethune-Cookman or Stetson or North Florida, any of those teams uh, where you play in the middle of the week, you're, you're looking at F- – yeah, FSU. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're looking at a more of a bullpen approach to the game where you take some of your younger pitchers or some of your more experienced bullpen guys and they get to the start. Um, you know, there's a lot of times where you watch it and you're like, oh, my gosh, this guy, what, what is wrong with him? Da, 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 da. It's a middle-of-the-week game. Do you like do you like losing to Stetson? No. Should you lose to Stetson? Probably not. But that's, where you, that's why you can afford to start guys that might not be as sure-handed as your starting rotation. You can also afford to lose those games um, more than you can your conference matchups against teams like Vanderbilt and Arkansas and LSU. And you really want your your best three hands for the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday games, as opposed to the middle of the week. Like I said, I I don't you know you don't want to lose the USF or Florida Atlantic or anybody like that that you play in the middle of the week, but but you can you can withstand the brunt of that as it's a middle of the week off night is what it is bullpen game and move on as long as you win that series at the end of the week and your weekend rotation does well. Yeah, I see a lot of people, obviously, you know, and since me and you have been talking and gotten to know each other, obviously, I, I've paid attention to it a little bit different than I did before. You know, I'm a hardcore baseball fan, but it's it's never really been like I'll watch college. I'm very guilty of, oh, well, we've reached the regionals. Now I watch. I'm, I was very guilty about that in the past. And then last year, I really a lot more. So after having conversations with you, got more into watching it and paying attention to it. You see the average fan that doesn't know a lot of this. They they vastly overreact to those midweek losses. Oh, how are you losing, like you said, to FM, you know, FAMU or anybody like that? And and there's reasons for it. And that's and that's just, you know, coaching Coach Sully does, you know, sets things up like this on purpose. There's me, more meaningful wins out there where it's not like so much like the NCAA basketball tournament where you're you know, oh, well, they lost uh, a mid-March game to <laughs> to to FAMU. We're gonna we're gonna hurt them because of that. Right. No, and, and two, you also got to understand. Uh, a lot of people have to take into account the the transfer portal has affected all all of the major sports in, in college athletics, and the baseball is no different. Um, when you're talking about, we played guys last year on a lot of these smaller schools that were Florida players that we recruited out of high school that ended up transferring to North Florida or Stetson or places like that to be able to play. They've got a lot of talent on a lot of these teams um, for whatever reason that don't end up at Florida or Florida State or Miami. And they go to these other teams that, you know, you might not hear of uh, if you're mainly a football guy uh, because they don't, a lot of them don't even have football programs. They're mainly baseball schools, but these are very good players. They're very talented. Uh, So don't let it fool you when you play a team like North Florida and expect them to be all oh, they're not very good. There are there are talented baseball players on those teams that are D1 prospects that that definitely uh, or or had been on on major power five schools rosters. 
Well, that's and that's always been the case with the smaller sports because you're not smaller sports, smaller rostered sports, because you can make a competitive roster a lot quicker because you have fewer pieces that you need. Like you said, there's a baseball is huge in the United States. Well, it's huge all over the world, but in the United States, kids play baseball 365 days a year now. So the talent is out there. But there's only so many roster spots on the big schools, like you said. So a lot of these smaller schools can be loaded with talent. Um, let's move on to the infield and catcher included. Obviously, you, you lost some guys there, including a top four pick in the ML, you know, in the MLB draft. Um, so, but you still have Jack over there at first. You got you some right. transfers. Um, talk a little bit about. Obviously, like I said, you replace some some big guns and 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 obviously a veteran piece at catcher. What have we done there to to shore up that infield, and what are we looking at this season? Well, we we, uh, we were very good about going and addressing that uh, in the portal in two key positions where you lose guys, <clears throat> namely Josh Rivera at shortstop and uh, BT Ryapel at catcher. You, you were able to go into uh, Virginia Tech and get a transfer of a, a catcher. Brody Donne, who's a very good player, uh, has light, he's been absolutely on fire in the camp. Looks like he's going to be a stud player for us playing catcher. Uh, you know, you're really replacing the heart and soul of the baseball team in BT Ryapel, uh, a guy that was just absolutely a leader for the team. Um, you know, it, it, he did more as far as an off the field, you know, leader than he did as a, you know, on the field. He was very good with his bat. Don't get me wrong. He was a great catcher. But as far as the, the heart and soul, you're going to have to find somebody to step into that role. But as a player, uh, Brady, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> Brody Donne from Virginia Tech is going to, to be a very solid catcher from us. Uh, and then uh, another player that we added in the offseason is uh, Colby Shelton out of uh, Alabama, transferred from Alabama. Massive get. Kid was absolutely on fire at Alabama. Total stud of a baseball player. Really, really, really good. He'll be playing that shortstop role for us that uh, Josh Rivera left. Uh, Josh Rivera, again, is another guy that's a big gap to fill, a guy that was a very good player for you last year. Is now playing for the Chicago Cubs, I believe. Uh, so, you know, you're, you're looking to replace him. Uh, then, of course, too, you're talking, what, what are you going to end up with with uh, replacing Wyatt Langford? Nobody's replacing Wyatt Langford. <laughs> Wyatt Langford is a is a is absolutely guy. He could be. He's the kind of guy that could be the best player that Florida's ever produced as far probably as they play MLB major. He's probably going to be playing in the majors by the end of this season. Right. He's, he's, he's advanced very fast. Uh, he did. He's, he's a guy that is in the Rangers organization now, which was a great spot for him to end up as a team that of course is defending world series champions, you know, to end up on that roster couldn't have worked out any better for him, but you do have guys out there like Tyler Shelnut who who's going to be here and Tyler Shelnut, last year especially in the uh, the world series and the playoffs showed that he could be a heck of a ball player um you're talking about the third base spot now you've got dale thomas dale thomas is a guy who came on late um you know and we're just going to round out the the infield all together kate curlin at second base freshman year last year had probably the the best offensive production from a florida second baseman that i've ever seen second base isn't Typically, uh, uh, a player that you expect, you know, to to really have this great offensive production of a guy, uh, you know, as far as batting, you know, he's a guy that gets on base. But to see a second baseman 
do what he's what he did last year with his bat, especially being a freshman as a kid who was only 17. Um, you know, he wasn't even he was a year early. Um, on top of that, be a focal point of of the offense like he was. Absolutely great player. Um, and then of course your first base, Jack Caglione, who's just a phenom, uh, a guy that is absolutely crushing the baseball. Uh, broke the record. I'm talking like broke it left in the dust last year for home runs in a season for the University of Florida, a record that had stood for a long time until White Langford uh, took it the year prior. And then Jack said, nah, I can do better than that. So you're talking about a guy who's a, you know, a talent that you don't see a lot. You're you're talking about a guy that's doing both things very well as a pitcher and as a, a guy with his bat. He plays first base extremely well. As, on top of that, he's he's not a bad first baseman. He plays that position very well. You know, he does a lot of things great. And again, that that's the main reason I think you look at a team uh, like Florida this year, and, and they're and you can look at them and say they're going to make a very good run uh, going forward. It, it, when you have talent like these guys, like Colby Shelton, like Chad Caglione, um, like Kay Curlin you're looking at a very, very deep roster, very good players, guys that played a ton last year. Um, you know, we're not, we're not bringing in some guys that haven't played. All of these guys got significant playing time last year. Um, it's, I, I think this is the shaping up to be a very good baseball team. Um, you know, is it going to be as good as last year? Maybe not. Um, you know, when you're talking about replacing a guy like Josh Rivera, and replacing a guy like Wyatt Langford and BT Ryapel, those are some big shoes to fill. But we've definitely got some stud players that are coming in. You added, like I said, Colby Shelton, who played at Alabama. He understands what it's like to play in the SEC, big-time baseball, light, lit it up at Alabama. So you wouldn't expect him to do anything different at Florida. Um, and then the guys that we already have, like I said, Dale Thomas, Tyler Shelnut, is – it is a very, very loaded roster. Yeah, and that will take us, obviously, to the last part of the team. And, uh, well, besides the bench, and you can throw the bench in there as well. But let, let's talk a little bit about the outfield now and the pieces uh, we have there. Yeah, and then, I mean, I mentioned Tyler Shelnut, who's one of your outfielders. Yeah. Uh, of course, of course, uh, Ty Evans, Tybo. Ty Evans was a guy that started really hot, middle of the season kind of waned out got into the World Series and absolutely started picking up right where he left off. So that's that's definitely a guy. And then Michael Robertson uh, in the outfield as well. Michael Robertson is a – Michael Robertson is a guy that can get on base for you. He's a great outfielder. Is he a guy who you're going to look at and say, wow, look at these home runs, or wow, look at these doubles, or wow, look at this batting average? No, but he's going to get on base. He's going to be – that's the main thing. It's like uh, Billy Bean said, Moneyball. Do I care if it's a hit or a walk? No, I do not, as long as you get on base. And then on top of that, like I said, extremely, extremely good in the outfield. Fast, athletic, uh, can go up and get it against the wall. Just a great player. I, I think that the outfield is very good this year with, with Shellnut and Robertson and Ty Evans. And And – Obviously, like I was saying, and how much help do we have on the bench as well as that? I don't. I don't that's one spot I know I don't know very much about. Do we? If one of these guys goes we've, into we've a slump a good job. or gets hurt, 
<laughs> we've done a good job of uh, recruiting well for that. Uh, there's there's definitely you know you're definitely you're worried. Um, there's and I'll say this too. Every year with Florida, it seems like there are guys that out of nowhere step up and become great players when somebody. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Else is in a slump. We saw this last year. Uh, some of the guys that I'm talking about that are starting this year were guys that were on the bench. They weren't playing. Guy in the starting rotation either gets hurt goes into a slump, and he comes out, and he's a great player as well. Uh, that's one of the positives when you're talking about Kevin O'Sullivan and how good of a job he does recruiting. He recruits great players, uh, guys that are very good in a, in a pinch. Uh, so I, I think that the names I think the names will shake themselves out. I think that you're going to see guys um, come through that you're going to see, especially in the middle of the week, guys get to play. Um and and make a name for themselves, and you'll be like, wow, look at that guy, or look at this guy. Um, you know, we we had him on the roster, but we didn't know that he could be a guy that would step up and step into place like he has. So I, I think that that's that's something that's going to be answered through the season. Um, but again, I think when you have a team like Florida and you have a coach like O'Sullivan, you feel confident in the pieces that you have. Uh, you you know, by no means is the cupboard bare. You've got guys that are coming. They're just a little young. Maybe they haven't played a ton. Um, I, I think that that's you know that's just part of it. But coming along, they'll get better. Um, you'll see guys like I said that come into spots and look like wow, this guy could be in the starting lineup right now. Um, and that's just how good of a team this is. It's how good of a team Florida has, has built over the years. Is how good of a job that Kevin O'Sullivan has done. Uh, if you didn't see it in the news. Kevin O'Sullivan has been extended through 2033. Uh, I'm super happy about that. I know I, I understand. Uh, if I see anybody say fire Kevin O'Sullivan, you just get a block button from me because I, I don't, I can't, <laughs> I can't handle just not knowing what you're talking about. And like I said, if you don't know uh, and you want to learn, watch the show. I, I'll be happy. To, I understand that there's upset. I don't like to lose. Um, I don't think any of us want to watch us lose, but we, we've got to understand that baseball and football are not the same. Baseball and basketball are not the same. What wins and losses mean in baseball is totally different than what wins and losses mean in other sports. Um, so the best thing I can tell you is if you're really trying to get into the baseball, uh, just try to really educate yourself on what's going on um, and, and understand how you really need to react to wins and losses and understand what we need to do going forward and what this loss means and what that loss means. Because uh, a loss on a loss against FAMU in the middle of the week might sting, but you know it doesn't affect us as bad as losing a series to Vanderbilt at the end of the week. 
You mean you might say, oh well, you know, Vanderbilt's a better team. Yeah, they are, but that loss just it would just count more. Same thing with the win. The win would count more. So you've got to understand the the nuance in baseball and what these different teams and these different games and time of the weeks and players and things, what that all means. Um, of course, I, I'm going to encourage you to stick with us through the season because I'm going to keep doing this because I love baseball. I love the Florida Gators baseball team. Uh, but check out Kendall Rogers. Uh, check out Nick De La Torre. Check out the 11.7 guys that do baseball as well. Uh, if, if you're really trying to deep dive into this and understand college baseball, because the more you understand about college baseball, the more fun college baseball becomes. Absolutely. It's, it's absolutely contagious to watch the energy. If you sit down and actually watch college baseball game and the fundamentals that go into it as well. Um, and you're talking about wins versus teams like, like, you know, we talk about how great a conference the SEC is in football. Well, just look at it in baseball. I mean, this year alone, Florida, obviously, the College World Series champions, LSU, who's going to have another great team assembled this year. They went out in the transfer portal and and just killed it. Um, Arkansas, very good program this year. Vanderbilt, always a very solid program. South Carolina, solid program. Uh, Georgia, while they're not what they once were, you know, I'm, 10, I will tell years. you this, Georgia, Georgia now making the change at head coach finally. Um, you and I both know the talent within the state oh, of Georgia. Absolutely. Georgia is a team that could be a sleeping giant in college baseball that Very has quick. not has not recognized their position. This is this state is is loaded. When you talk about, you know, uh you talk about the Warner Robins and the Atlanta schools and the Columbus schools. Down in Savannah, um, near where I live. I mean, a lot of right. talent down that way. You just got tons and tons of tons of players um, in it in the state. Um, Georgia gets a guy that can go and recruit that and convince some of those guys to stay home. Um, we can, know they have the funding. Right. And, <laughs> and two, Georgia's made a commitment, even whatever you want to say about Mike White, it's been obvious that Georgia's made a great commitment to improving all aspects of their athletic program, not just football. Now um, I expect them to do the same with baseball. I expect Georgia to be much improved um, through the year. They've got uh, Charlie Condon. Excuse me, not Charlie Condon. Well, they've got, um, well, yeah, it's, it's Charlie Condon. I believe that's his name. Charlie, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking I'm not of even the basketball. Lie to the fine folks. I did not even know they had changed coaches, but it's yes. scary to think that they have because, like you said, and like I'm saying, it's a talent-rich state, um, especially down here in, in the south parts of Georgia. Kids down here play baseball all year long. They don't go to Boy Scouts. They don't do any of that. They play baseball. They play travel, travel ball. ball. Yeah. They play high. They play middle school has a team. The high school has a team. And then they go travel ball with that same team. They just put them together you know, and, and travel around and play. And these kids eat, sleep, drink, baseball, baseball, baseball. So if Georgia can tap into that with what we already know they can do behind the scenes, you know, with, with the funding that they get from their boosters, you better watch out. Georgia could get real quick, real good, real fast. Right. So I, I think that's – I mean, you look at the SEC, they've got nine, nine SEC teams in the top 25. Um, you're only going to get tougher when you add Texas and Oklahoma, who are both very good baseball schools as well. Texas is always good. 
Oklahoma just played for the College World uh, College World Series championship the year prior. Um, it's 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 tough. It's a tough tough conference. You're going to have really good teams, you know, that don't get to host regionals because of who they have to play through the year. Um, it, it's a it's a tough it's a gauntlet. Um, and, and then for Florida to sit on top of that gauntlet like they have, especially last year, um, it's it's a testament to how good of a program that we have. You know, you look at the Mississippi schools, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, that's what they do, baseball. They love it. You know, you can talk about whatever you want to talk about with their basketball or their football. But when it comes to baseball, they're some of the best. Um, you know, Alabama, they just made a coaching change. Um, Auburn was a very good team, a sneaky good team last year. Missouri is a team that, that has a lot of good pieces. Kentucky can come up and beat you at any time. Tennessee has made a resurgence in college baseball. Coach Tony Vitello and what he's done with Tennessee has been amazing to watch. So Florida is going to have to run through a lot of really, really, really tough competition. Um, and I think that that's, that's one thing we have to keep in perspective. Uh, this year, you know, if you lose a game or lose a series, you just got to understand you are playing the best of the best. It's, it's no, no other team goes through gauntlets like the SEC teams in baseball. And then on top of that, you add Florida playing Miami and Florida plays Florida State, um, you know, who are both very respective, you know, very good baseball schools. Miami is a very good baseball school. Uh, Florida State is a team with a lot of potential now with uh, Link Jeffries being the head coach there, um, trying to get back to where they once were um, as far as college baseball goes. So it's a it's a tough road to hoe for the University of Florida, but this team uh, this year has a lot of potential, and I think they're up for the task. I think we definitely make another run to Omaha this year. I think that that's you know, how good this team can be um, when you're talking about the potential – MLB prospects on the team, not just the Jack Caglione's, but you're talking about guys like Kate Fisher pitching and Liam Peterson pitching, uh, Kate Curlin coming back, Colby Shelton is, you know, again, I don't want people to understand, you know, it kind of got lost in the weeds going through the year. We got Colby pretty early with the transfer portal started right after baseball season ended. Uh, this kid is dynamite. He's a heck of a baseball player. I think he batted 303 last year, which is insanely good. Uh, so you add that. I mean, he played the same competition we did. We didn't get him out of, you know, Campbell. No offense to Campbell. or We didn't get him out of Indiana State or somewhere like that. This kid was playing SEC competition week in, week out, just like us. Alabama um, was very upset to lose that young man, especially right. to us. Right. So I, I think that that's, that's one thing we got to look look forward to. Um, you know, Florida's done a very good job at uh, talent retention. Keeping players, the the only thing that Florida's really competing with, as far as keeping good players, is the MLB, uh, which is a good problem to have. So, um, yeah, I, I think this this team's going to surprise a lot of folks. It's a ton of fun to watch. Um, if they play with the heart that they had last year, never count them out to the end. Um, you know, we saw many times last year where this Florida team looked like they were done, uh, and they ended up fighting back the cardiac kids and, and somehow making magic happen in the eighth and ninth inning and winning these baseball games. Uh, you've got guys up and down the, the batting order that can absolutely go yard at any time. Uh, we watched a video. If anybody's looking around on Twitter, you can see some of the batting practice going on where, you know, we got guys hitting the scoreboard, Monsters. hitting over the scoreboard, 
Dale Thomas, I mean, it just sounds off of a bat that an aluminum bat probably shouldn't make. Just a thud. Uh, these guys absolutely can just just rip it. I mean, it, and it's impressive too when you're talking about a pitching machine where it's all bat power. Um, you know, to get that ball to drive out of there, you're not you're not getting a, a 95 mile an hour fastball that you can kind of yeah. use its momentum to send it over the wall. You know, you're you're hitting off a almost hitting off a tee at that point, and and it's just all you and arm strength hitting it over the scoreboard. So just absolutely just some some guys that just hit bombs. Um, I'm excited for it. Um, two before we get out of here, get on my soapbox. If you have never been to a Florida Gator baseball game. Go take time out of your week. Go at the end of the week. It's very laid back. It's a different vibe than football. It's you know football is is a very get up and ah uh, you know we're gonna scream and holler and you know it's a it's just a you know more intense. But when you come to baseball, enjoy day at the ballpark. Ballpark is very beautiful. They spend a lot of money at Condor Family Ballpark. Um, take your kids uh, if you can't get a seat. Get sit on the berm. Bring a blanket. Uh, drink a beer eat some popcorn and enjoy the game. Uh, enjoy the, uh, the, there's a, you know, they always have the wonderful food trucks there. You can check out the, um, the T-ball field they do have for kids. Uh, it's all turf. It's over to the side. Check that out. They spent a lot of money on that. You can sit in the outfield in the big orange and blue, uh, lawn chairs that they have. There's a bar on the backside. Uh, just, you know, just great stuff. It's, it's a fantastic ballpark. It's uh, very accessible. Um, it's, it's a really good experience. The university of Florida has done a fantastic job, um, making that a very comfortable and very appealing ballpark. So, uh, if you can make it to a game, enjoy it. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I went to a lot last year, super regionals. Those were great. Hopefully we can get back there again this year. Cause that's, that's always a ton of fun. So, uh, yeah, just, if you have a chance, go check out the baseball, you know, if you have a, a son, or even a daughter playing softball, the softball fields right across the street. Check out the baseball team. Check out the baseball stadium. Um, go enjoy all the fun things they do there. Um, just, you know, I enjoy it a lot. I think you guys will too. All right, CJ, before we get, I'm going I'm to put the pressure on you. You're talking about monster home runs. Um, season hasn't started. How many is Jack hitting this year? 40. Oh. I mean, I don't see the reason why I can't. I'm gonna say forty. I mean, two. You know, I think it's realistic. I think he could hit fifty. If you know, he's he's that he's that good, dude. He's, Depends on how many times they don't pitch to him. That, that's that's the other thing is they're gonna give. Are they gonna give him the Barry Bonds treatment? The Bonds treatment. That's they just don't pitch to him. Uh, you yeah. know, because he's he's that kind of guy. Um, you know, <laughs> he's. He's a monster. It's incredible to watch hit one. And when you see him hit one, it, it's you're talking about that sound off the bat. It's just a whole different. He's yeah. he's going to be fun to watch at the next level, but we're going to enjoy him for one more year while we got That's him. That's for sure. Enjoy it. Go to, your, go to the game. Baseball players are very, very good about signing baseballs and hero cards and things like that for your kids. They are more than happy to do it. Um, I see millions of kids come up with the fence and they're more than grateful to, to sign things, take pictures, uh, get there early. And they'll, they'll be more than happy to do that for you guys. They, they're very good about that. Um, so it's a really good experience for you and, and you get a chance to watch them while they were in college. You know, 
Um, that means a lot. Yeah. I've talked about before, you know, what how special it is to see that kind of stuff. You know, when I was a kid, when I would watch high school baseball around the area, Buster Posey was playing for uh, Lee County. And I got to watch uh, Buster Posey play when I was a kid. So it's it's a big deal, uh, especially if you have kids that are coming up that want to play baseball. Um, you know, you really can learn a lot from the college game, um, you know, to, to check that out. I, I just, like I said, I, I can't speak to it enough. Uh, it's something you guys have to experience. I love it. It's it's a lot of fun. I would encourage every one of you there, if you see me at the game, say hey. Um, you know, if I'm there, any of us, if Hershens up going, you know, we'd love to talk yes. to you guys. Uh, you know, it's it's a lot of fun. We enjoy it. Uh, if you guys have any questions for me as far as baseball goes, you can leave them down in the comments below. You can at me on Twitter. You can at the podcast on Twitter. You can send me a message on uh, answer it on, or send me something, tag me on something on Facebook. If you want to know uh, the messages, uh, the group messenger that we have on Facebook, if you want to ask any questions there, I'll be sure to, to get to them on the baseball show. Um, happy to answer any of those questions. I love talking about college baseball. Um, you know, we, like I said, if you have any more questions that maybe I'm not covering everything you want, you're not getting enough of a fix. Again, they don't, they don't ask me to say any of this, but I will say, Nick DeLatore does a great job with his baseball coverage. A guy that you should always check out as far as baseball goes. Much more knowledgeable than I am about the sport. Um, check out him. Check out Kendall Rogers. Check out the 11.7 guys. They all do a great job. Uh, if you need more of baseball, especially if you want to cover a broader scope with some of those other ones, uh, some of the other baseball programs around the country, um, you know, especially when you get to tournament time, the more you know about those, the more fun it makes it, especially teams like Indiana State last year who had a great run and, uh, Campbell, the Camels. I always like the Campbell Camels. They're always a great baseball team. So it's a lot of fun. So just just uh, tune in with that. Like I said, I really appreciate this. Uh, I appreciate you guys checking in with the baseball stuff. I want to keep doing this. Uh, you know, give you guys some baseball coverage. Uh, Florida starts its season really soon. Um, we're going to be playing um, St. John's. St. John's. Uh, so check out with that. We're about to get started. We're going to crunk out, and we're going to get ready to, to hit some baseballs, man, because an exciting time. You're really the flagship program of the University of Florida Athletics here lately. Yeah, man, it's it's super exciting. I, like I said, getting to know CJ like I have has really, really got me more interested in college baseball than I used to be. I've always been a huge baseball fan, but great Florida baseball teams and then getting to know a little bit more intricate knowledge about how base college baseball is played versus MLB has really upped my experience. So like CJ said, guys, I hope y'all really stick with us on doing this. Um, it may not be an every week thing at the beginning, but as we get closer, you know, obviously SEC play and towards regionals and things like that, then we're definitely going to be, you know, breaking down the matchups, things like that, because I know CJ loves talking about all of that. And I'm just along for the ride like the rest of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, make sure, you you know, you, you check us out. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so each time we drop a new episode like this, you're, you're getting to know as soon as it drops. We're going to look to drop these mainly on Saturday. We'll just see how it plays out right now. Um but thank you all. Make sure you can go out and download it. Also, if you don't do the YouTube thing, you know, check it out wherever you get your podcasts from. We'll be available there as well. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to this uh, first episode of Around the Bases. We appreciate you all. CJ? Go Gators.
Go Gators, baby. Let's do it.